Welcome, welcome. We don't know what to call this podcast, no. We don't know what to call this podcast. We try to find a name, but it'll all remain the same. We don't know what to call this podcast. We don't know what to call this podcast. Yimba, yimba, yimba. Hosanna, yimba, 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 yimba. Hosanna, Gimba, 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 Hosanna, Gimba, 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 Hosanna. Woo! Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, everybody. To the We Don't Know What to Call This Podcast podcast. Your podcast on faith, culture, and creativity. My name is Kwesi, aka Mr. K. My name's Arthur. My name's Shanae. Oh, man. Hey, hey. Today, we are looking at how, how is your blackness doing? How is your blackness? Can I just say, you guys are looking very, hey, um, hey, hey. very got, cultural. Mate, I, got the, I, I got the comb in the throw and all <laughs> yeah, that. With, thing, the, with the little fist, you all know? That, all yeah, that. the little resistance gotta fist. Got a rep, got a rep, got a rep. Um, we've got some nice... Um, yeah, most of my African attire doesn't fit anymore. I know. I know. I know. It was a sad, sad day. I know. It just means that I need to purchase more, right, babe? Yeah, I guess. Yes, so. that's yeah. on camera. Thank you. Thank you. What I'm wearing now um, was given to me for our wedding day, yes. actually. And it yes, still fits we you. were supposed to get changed um, partway through the day. Um, but we couldn't find our African attire, so we stayed in. Um, I don't know if the camera can pick up. But, oh, no. Our wedding photo used to be in that box. Yeah, it's yes, not there anymore. It's not there anymore. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you have no idea what I'm talking about because you can't yeah. see. Yeah, you need to go watch it. <laughs> you too. Right. So, how's your blackness doing? Um, the idea of this episode was um, like I had this picture of you know when you're a kid and you have like an imaginary friend. Well, some kids do. I don't know if you did. did no. You? No. Okay. I had friends. Okay, you had real friends. So, real friends or imaginary <laughs> friends. But I just imagined um, blackness okay. being this imaginary friend of yours who follows you through life. And I just thought, you know what? Let's, let's, let's take a look at how our blackness is actually doing. Um, and let's do a bit of a deep dive into, into that part. Come so, on, we're, we're on, doing a bit more of the culture um, aspect a today's little episode. Bit of it. We'll see what happens. Um, before we continue, um, what's your favorite black movie or album and why? Uh, Have we got enough time for this though? I don't know. Like, because okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna say my um, one of my favorite, let's say, black artists at the moment. Yeah, it's been for a couple of years. Uh, is a is a lady called Neo. Okay, she's just she's so cool. She's so cool. Uh, and if I was to pick a film, um, there's actually quite a few. Um, I think one of um, there's a great film on Netflix called uh, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Oh yeah, and it's just about I've this young man who, who's just kind of um. Is that the village? The village is going through a drought, and mm. they're having to kind of sell their land and their homes. And he kind of comes up. He uses science. He goes and uses books, and he starts to study how he can create a windmill mm. that can draw water, and you know, wow. use a mechanism to draw water from the from the ground yeah. and create water, and then it can kind of you know start harvesting again. And it was just this struggle about family and uh, having to obey the parents, and you know, struggle of feeding kids. It was a really 
it was a really moving story mm. but you leave you leave inspired and you leave kind of thinking about wow this is africa like that's where i came from and mm. you know this did, is this is real life you know? did that star chidwell is it chidwell yeah, yeah Ch- um, Chuet, i Chuet, Chuet, never, I'd never say his Chuet, name that, that guy who was in 12 12 years a slave oh, yeah um Oh, oh, this is so bad, and I can I can hear the people just screaming out his name. How don't, disgusting is this? I don't care. We should have done research, research before. Chueto. Research. <laughs> we should have done research. No, we're not editing How is your blackness? We are not editing How is your blackness? Out. My blackness is fresh. Research. Hold on. His name is. And pronounce it right. His name is C H I W E T E L. Isn't it Chitwell? Chitwell. Chitwell. Wow. Do you know what? If you're listening to this, Chitwell, I'm so sorry. Butcher that name. My God, I'm you said butcher that name. Oh my days. You just harvest it. You harvested it, man. What about you, Jay? Favorite black man? Don't try to me. You haven't finished. We haven't finished. He hadn't finished. He hadn't finished. No, 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 Arthur. Continue. You said you had one more. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Then, Quasi, you go next. Um. So. I'll probably just focus on album. Um, I've got many, but if I could pick one, um, Lupe Fiasco's um, The Cool album, um, I, I thought was a very, very well done album. And it just, it was very creative how we talked about, um, you know, like he talked a bit about street life. He talked a bit about, you know, um, yeah, just things that a lot of black African-Americans um, are growing up and, and facing, and, but he did it in a really creative way. And it's one of my favorite albums. That and um, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, um, oh, Timeless. Teeth. Yeah, were you going to say that one? I should have gone first. Yeah, you should have. Oh, I mind. did ask you to. Yeah, me, go on. Me, me, me. Okay, so let's show you my blackness, shall we? Um, there's loads of I know people. what you're going to pick for the um, movie. For the movie, because my bestie, Nikki, shout out to Nikki McGregor, yeah. my sisters, her sister, Sarah. Like, to be honest, this movie here is just all-time favourite. I'm surprised we were allowed to watch it when we were young, but we know every every line to that movie. Like, we wrote it ourselves. Coming to America. Oh, come on. Hey. Okay. Classic. 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 Um, I, props to Whoopi Goldberg, Colour Purple. Um, so I haven't watched that still. Yeah, I haven't watched, haven't watched it. It's, it's kind of, it just looked depressing, so I was like, mm. it's yeah. quite a powerful movie actually. Um, there was a lot of um, stuff behind it as well, like you know some controversy and st- controversial stuff happening yeah. with them. Steven Spielberg, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah. He directed it. So, um, but yeah, it was really, really good um, and quite powerful, a moving story. Um, I'm trying to think of any other black movie, um, Love and Basketball. Oh yeah, that's um, classic. There's what, so many. What about um? What's the hip hop one you like? Is it Brown Sugar? Brown and Brown Sugar, I like oh, Brown yeah. Sugar. Oh, these are such um, black films. They are such, black such, films. Such, they are black films. So anything like... with Morris Chestnut in oh, there. Anything with Tay Diggs. Anything with anybody Tay. in there. All right, all right calm down. You know, um, the woods. Yeah. Remember the Diamond Mad Black Wood, um, woman. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Remember um, the woods. Ah, uh, yeah, the woods in there. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, no, that's, you that's, see. That's well, how is your blackness? Anyway, okay. But actually, you know what? The movies. The movies don't determine how black you are but they are black that i really do like those movies um let me think album miseducation of lauren hill um marvin gay what's going on oh i forgot that one oh see you did but Ah. i I thought i'd come and get that because you know what they're all classics they're all they're all speaking about the things happening today as well again like 
timeless. Timeless, but unfortunately, timeless. it's timeless. Do you know, like it's it's still having to be talked yep. about, but you know, it was said so powerfully and, and pre- pre- presented mm. so powerfully. Um, and yeah, just anything, anything just has richness, man. Like you know, I know that um, like we're meant to move on, but. Um, I was thinking, oh, we haven't said anything UK, and I was thinking, oh, like stuff like Desmond's, yeah, Desmond's, or the real McCoy, the real McCoy. yeah, like that's taking it back a bit. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what that is, you're too young. Well, actually, no, you'll be able to get them again now that they've finally found them. They said BBC it's said resurfaced. they'd lost them, and that oh, we don't have them anymore, and now they're trying to charge people to watch them. Yeah, listen, yeah, it's disgusting. Real McCoy is out there. Please yeah, go and check it out. Um, amazing, um, and yeah, that's yeah. it. So let's um let's jump into <laughs> a funny question. Where have you ever had that question? Where are you from? And you're like, uh, London. Uh, but no, no, no. Where are you really from? And and it's like <laughs> they're trying to find out. You know, where's your family from? Where's it? You know, they they, they want to. They have a bush way of asking. That, yeah, like I've I've heard that question asked in in really funny ways. But what's your family background? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'll put this in a song. Ooh, ooh <laughs> well, let's go. All right. Do you know the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Of course. Uh, get, get, give me a beatbox. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> you should have told me this earlier, bro. The nah, practice nah, nah, this. Nah, we, do, we do this. All right. So this is on the spot, guys. Yeah, so, you know, it. don't crucify wow. me. Wow. Oh, this is going to be great. Boom, 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 boom. In the east of Africa, born and raised in the sand pits where I spent most of my days playing with sticks and stones, sticking the cool, doing a little doo doo outside of school. I was a likable guy with a stomach for food, and everybody loved me in my neighborhood. And then, to my surprise, I was put on a plane and I migrated to England, so here I am today. Hey, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Wow, that I have to give a little clap. That was, that was, that was, that was, you're clapping for yourself as well. Wow. Let another praise you, eh? Let another praise you. So that was a really cool way to say that you know you were a freshie. Um, yeah. Cool. Fresh, fresh, fresh off the boat. Fresh um, off the boat. What about or you? Off the plane, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. We'll we'll jump into some of that story um, um, cool. in a second. What about you, Joe? What's your family I background? I am born and raised in Wolverhampton, Yam Yam, West Midlands, um, and. My family background is Jamaican. Yeah. Both both sides Jamaican. Jamaican. Okay. Jamaican. Um, I was born and raised part of my childhood in London, um, but both my parents are from Ghana, went in West Africa, and um, I did end up spending some some years there as well. And then I came back, which you know was a very interesting transition. But yes, Ghana. So we got Uganda, Ghana, yeah. and Jamaica. Wow. In yes. the house. Really? And we're all here living in the UK. Full of culture, yeah. That's very interesting. Um, mm. What I wanted to jump in into, into was some funny or interesting stories about what your, what your background was growing up. You know, what was it like being in Uganda? So how many years did you say you... Uh, I, was, I, was, I was in Uganda for uh, over eight years. So um, okay. I came here um, just before I turned nine. So I came here in 95. Wow. And uh, that was like, for me, that was... Um, it was, it was a culture shock, you know, and it's just, you know, I grew up where everyone looked like me, you know. Yeah. So uh, I think one of the funniest things, I think, was meeting white people. Yeah. Like, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, what? Like, yeah, like, legit, I've never met a white person. I've, I've never <laughs> experienced snow or cold. So I came around that winter time, you know, so everything was very new. Mm. You know, everything was very... It was just very different. Mm. Did you find it 
scary or fascinating? I found it fascinating. <laughs> like, like I remember, I remember looking at white people and just be like, "Do they know they're white?" <laughs> like, 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 legit. Like the way their hair moved, I was, I was like mesmerized. Like, I didn't think anything can move like that. They just, <laughs> it was. I was fascinated. I was fascinated wow. by white people. Wow. Um, so for me, growing up here, I was already exposed to, to all of that. But then around the age of eight, um, my family uh, was going to relocate back to Ghana. That's so, so cool. He comes over here at eight. You go back. You yeah. Go yeah. So actually, you were I born left, here, right? I left in 94. Because so you were born here. When wow. I left, then you came, um, wow. basically. And <laughs> yeah, my parents um, had moved. They had my older brother and sister in Africa. And then they came to the UK wow. to set up sh- um, shop here. And then they had me. And then, you know, later on, the rest of my siblings came. But um, yeah, 94, my dad's like, yeah, we're going back. And I... I, I probably had the complete opposite uh, experience you did because I was scared to go to Africa. Yeah, I, yeah I, I actually did not want to go. And up until that point, everything I saw about Africa and heard about Africa from the media was, you know, uh, there's poverty, there's war, there's so child bad, soldiers everywhere. You know, people have flies on their faces and they're, you know, walking around naked. And, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, was it uh, children in need and red nose there and all those things like, oh, we need to raise money for these starving kids in Africa. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Or you see the Oxfam ad, but or you'd even watch a film and, you know, it's just all village and poverty. So I was it's really true. I was really confused as a kid because I was like, like, dad, like, Mad. we've got electricity here. Like, why are we going there? <laughs> we've got a house here. Why are we going over there? And, um. You know, it wasn't until I came off the plane um, and I was like, oh, wow, like, they've got roads, like, they've got buildings. Oh, wow, they speak English. Or, like, I was just very, very naive um, and it took me a while to unlearn all of that stupidness <laughs> mm. and, and, and actually learn more about, about the motherland. Would you class it as being naive or just mis- misinformed like they've, or educated in a way? Where- I guess... If I guess maybe if it was an adult, there would be a bit more responsibility on them to have, you know, research. Re- yeah, yeah learn better. And I have still met adults to this day who who have those views of Africa. But I guess as a kid, it's probably more about being misinformed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd say that. I wouldn't say you were naive. At yeah. That no, time. you're right. You're right. Yeah. I just said that they weren't like it is. I, that's that's how I saw Africa because that's what I was taught. So mm. at school, that's what was taught. They didn't teach anything else other than the Egyptians, but we were also taught that the Egyptians weren't black. So we were given a lot of the Egyptians, but mm. we weren't really taught the realness of that and mm. all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, you end up, and if you're not going anywhere, if you're not going back to Africa or going elsewhere, you just live with that understanding of that's what it is you never Mm. really question it because they teach you as if it's fact yeah like if i didn't if i didn't go live there i i could have grown up still holding those perceptions i went and it was a beautiful 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 country like everywhere you go you will have struggles you know they're, they're country that have struggles but i saw that you know only the worst possible images were coming back to me in the UK, you know, and I had to go there and live there to find out that it's a beautiful, beautiful country. Africa's a beautiful continent, man. Um, yeah. yeah. What about you, Jay? Like, what was growing up like, um, <laughs> you know, because you said you were born and raised in Wolverhampton. Yeah. Um, but you were of Jamaican heritage. Yeah, so um, it's a bit of a weird one, really, um, because I had, like, 
Okay, so my dad and my mom um, split up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad married uh, a lady who is white. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my mum, my stepmom. Mm-hmm. And um, she had three daughters of her own. And mm-hmm. then there was me. Um, you know, so my dad and my real mum, my, my mom here, like, she, they didn't have any other children except for me. Yeah. So I was raised in, you know, in a, in a quite unusual way. I'd only get, let's say, the Caribbean if I went to my grandmother's or I went to my mom's when mm, on the weekends mm, or the, mm. the summer holidays, that's the only time I got to really learn about my heritage because mm. my dad never, never really, he's just got on with life really. We never really spoke about those things unless we were going over to see his mom. Mm. So then the pat when I hear my dad speaking patois, I was like, whoa, this is... So cool. Say, say onion, you know, just little words that just change. So in the car, he would say onion. And I say, say honey. And he'll say honey. But as soon as he gets into his mom's house, my grandma, well, my nan's, I'd say, say, say honey. And he'll say honey. And I say, say onion. And he'll say honeyon. So you just put like, if you don't know Caribbeans, we like to put H's where they shouldn't be. (laughs) And we like to take them away where they should, you know. So, um, or put X. So how do you say honest? Um, Honest, but you just say, then we're honest, honest or honest. It's a really weird, depends where you're from. Okay. I'm not saying every Caribbean island, okay. but I'm just talking about from my okay. my family, like, and how they'd say certain things. So go, growing up in school, I had to blag it. I had to, because I, I, I wasn't getting enough of it. So I had to pretend. To be, pretend to, to be Pretend Caribbean. to be more Caribbean than I actually was mm. but I think I was really craving some of my heritage craving culture. some of my culture mm. um you know I've been in British Legion like pubs and stuff like that doing the you know I've been in certain areas that many black people wouldn't really step into and I've look, been looked at like oh what is a black child and my dad as well what mm. are those black people doing in this particular club particular mm. club um and I've experienced quite a few things over on that side so for me growing up um, it was very different. Um, mm. I had the best of. I always say I have the best of both worlds. I could. Un, I can mm. understand from both sides. Um, yeah, I'm a very alternative, as they would say, maybe alternative um, black woman. Well, that's even <laughs> an interesting phrase, alternative, because it alternative. feels like um, there's a belief that there's one way to be black. Yeah. So if you don't fit into that, then you're what we call alternative. Have you experienced any of that yeah. yourself growing up? That expectation for you, because you're black, you should be one way. Yeah, I, mean, I do remember. I remember in secondary school, um, hearing some of my friends, um, they would say things like, "Oh, like, nah, nah, you know, we, no, nah, we don't. You don't date white girls because mm. they're easy or something wow. like that." And it was always like, there's this connotation like. Nah, there's us and then there's like them. Yeah. And I didn't get it because yeah. you'd have to teach me certain things. Um, I was, I didn't grow up in South London. I, I'm, I didn't grow up, I didn't, I'm not from here. Just so y'all, just <laughs> like, I am literally, I am foreigner. Okay? Yeah, foreign. Like, foreign. Nas, like I legit paid for my nationalization. <laughs> I, I, I had to fill out forms. I had to say, foreign. God save the You had to take a test. I had yeah. to take a test, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. I'm not from here. <laughs> like legit, I, I can I have to own that. I don't, I'm not from mm-hmm. here, so mm. I don't think like that. Mm. Um, and because also you come from a background where like I didn't I I didn't grow up in a prejudiced home, and like we weren't told this this is that. Let's separate things. I'm just 
cool. Everyone's everyone's cool. You like they're, they're attractive. They're attractive. If you, they're mm. not, they're not. Mm. And I didn't get why. It was almost made feel like you're not really black enough. Mm. If you are, if you like, if you like, I hear that. If you like, if you like, you know, white girls, and you're not really, you know, you're not really, you're not, you're not, you're really, you're yeah. not really yeah, man yeah, them, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, you can't be on the road. You can't be on road because, because yeah. you know, all, all my good friends were white. All like, I like white people. I'm like the heck. I'm like, I didn't get it. Um, so again, that was like, maybe, maybe most people don't want to talk about that, but I didn't. I never. It. I remember my spirit. I was like. Something that that doesn't sit right with me. Mm. Why does that? Mm. Um, and then if we, you know, yeah. Anyway, let me stop there before I go. Yeah. No, no. I hear <laughs> you. Like I. So for me, I've had people tell me, "Oh, you're not black." Like I, I remember one person, um, one of my old um, uni housemates, arguing with a friend because um, he was like, "Oh, Quasi's not really black, though, is he?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, he is." And she was arguing, trying to prove my blackness. And when she told me about it, <laughs> wow. I was just. Like she was like, yeah, he is, cause like, no, he's really from Africa. He's, and where this guy was coming from was, you know, but you know, you don't, you don't talk like us, you know, you don't, you don't think like yeah. us, you know, you know, he's, 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 he's cut from something different, you know, cut from something very different, cut yeah, from, right. cut from something very different. And um, yeah, I just started seeing, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be a gangster, or I'm supposed to walk with my trousers hung low, you know, I'm supposed to talk a certain way you know um i'm not supposed to try to be intelligent because no no black people don't speak intelligently um you no. know you're, you're quite well spoken you know for a black man <laughs> 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 and i was just like i guess because of being in ghana for a few years um before i came back to the uk um yeah there were things i had to be taught like when i came back and said oh I don't understand what this means. Like, I, it, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's a weird one because, it, yeah, and it's a weird one because they make you feel that you're not, like, you're not black enough. Mm. And again, like, yeah, like, I grew up listening to Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. You came in the 90s. Yeah, I came in the Hot 90s where, bah, bah, nah, yeah, yeah. everybody, yeah. Yeah, we're really showing yeah. up today, isn't it? You know, so I wasn't. <laughs> so I don't I'm, like Backstreet Boys, by the way. And I like them. Yeah. Listen, because because it's always it's always a sister who introduces this stuff. So my, <laughs> so my sister used to play them, so I had no choice because we didn't like go out and play with other kids. So this yeah, this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah. you were drawn to, and and then I just I didn't want to feel like I had to explain myself. Why mm. I like and sing. Yeah. You like what you like. I like them before they released before they went R and B in it, <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you be my girlfriend, now everyone's like, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can feel it. Yeah, we can feel it. You know, we can feel it. You know, before Crimea River, Justin, we got the bass here. I can hear bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're like, who's on the bass? Who's on the bass? Now they're all like, twenty twenty. Jay Z came with that. So you like them when when they did pop? Yeah, for some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, I like I like them when they were like, you know, every little thing I do before before Jay Z came on, uh, you know, uh, Justin Timberlake's album, and you know, everyone's like, ooh, before Timbo, like guys, um, yeah, <laughs> That's funny. so it was, it's, it's, and it's a dangerous thing as well, you know, when you like try to make someone, oh, you're not really, mm. you're not really black enough because you're not. Adhering to these, who decides these those things? You know, it's what I mean, a weird one. Not to say that I'm, I've probably done it to other people, like where mm. I've kind of maybe thought mm, you're not really mm. that way. But mm. who, who am I to decide these rules anyway? Mm. Well, for me, at school it was the very, it's exactly the kind of same thing. But with, there was only a handful of well, black to me, and it, grown from the Midlands, black was black. 
I didn't know about, oh, this is black. This person's from Africa. Mm. This person's... Everybody was Caribbean to me and that was black. That was it. Then you had the Asians and then you had the whites, you know? Mm. So it was the Caucasian. So you didn't... I didn't know any different. All I knew was that... All I knew was that there was no way I could marry an African. Ouch. Dun, dun, dun. I know, right? So because (laughs) Africans and Caribbeans have this like unsaid kind of thing where they don't get on. And there's different... Silly reasons, maybe some things that happened when Windrush era came and all mm. the different people settling in, in Britain and whatever else. And it's just really um, like some of the, you'd hear the Africans say, oh, well, you know, the Caribbeans are very um, unintelligent and they're uneducated. And then the Caribbeans will say these Africans are bougie, up themselves, think they're upper class, trying to be British. <laughs> and they don't even, and, and, you know, they come here and all this and they speak in their own language. Man. You know, we know they're talking about me. You know what I mean? All of that kind of stuff. It's only when I moved to London when my eyes were open to like, whoa, okay, black is not just black. Yeah. There's loads of black. You yeah, know what I mean? There's lo- and from all sorts of, bla- of yeah, black different mates. shades of black. So I didn't even, I didn't even figure that. But at school as well, growing up in school, trying to prove that I was black, like they came in with some coconut drops, like this this cake coconut cake thing okay um and um somebody came with it and they're like janae i remember this day janae yeah you know about this though in it like well obviously in a wolverhampton accident like janae you know about this don't you yeah 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 i'm trying to get my wolverhampton out i've been in london for 17 years and now i'm back and the accent needs to flow a little bit better but yeah he gave me some of it and it was nasty i don't like it i really didn't like it at all but i had to pretend that i did like yeah you don't know about this you don't know about this and i can remember i could actually see myself in school going on like I like the thing and literally I wanted to heave I did not like what he gave me but it was a, a Caribbean mm. particular food yeah. that many people like um, so you pretended to like it yeah I pretended to like it because there's only a handful of us black people in the school at the yeah, time like if you rep. yeah I needed to feel like I belonged to something yeah. I was struggling growing up yeah. I didn't know where I belonged um, especially with a mixed family household I didn't mm. know where I belonged I was yeah. always seeking for that and um yeah, so yeah. so like um how how do you feel your blackness is doing here in the UK? You know, so we've had some of these earlier experiences. Now we're all fully grown adults. We're still black last time I checked. Um and we're still living here in the UK. So what's that the good, the bad, the ugly? You know, what what what's what's it been like for you guys at present? Okay, um at the moment I feel good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a I would say strong black woman. I'm yeah. a black woman. F- first and foremost, I'm a woman who is black. <laughs> I'm black woman. Yep. Um, I'm a woman. Um, I love my melanate mel- melanate, melanin. Yeah, melanated <laughs> skin. That's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the fact that God's chosen to give me this beautiful color. Mm. Um, at this moment in time, <laughs> obviously, there's a lot that's happened this year. Um, there's we're we're highlighted the the black community has been highlighted a little bit more and many people are wanting to know about us our culture our where we come from um of all races they want to know these different things that they've not really made maybe not really paid attention to um also they um many of the cultures take or many of the peoples maybe uh, it's like what do you say um <laughs> take up things that are predominantly from a, a black culture uh, and 
now they're like, oh, actually, you know, appropriation and all this kind of stuff. Um, they want to know what it's about. They want to mm. actually, instead of just taking it they and, and using it and, oh, yeah, this is what we've come up with. It's like there was this company that used planting chips and um, plantain if you're African, plantain if you're Caribbean. And it's plantain. Stu- it's plantain. plantain. You don't say mountain, fountain and maintain. So, yeah, all of that, yeah. So um, another argument. And <laughs> in-house, episode. Uh, another episode. But, yeah, they they took it and then they made it into a packet and said, oh, we've come up with this product. Like, what do you mean you've come up with this product? There's Now there's a lot of argument from both sides. Right. But it's like they, it was a white a couple, a white couple, a white team, and they came up with planting chips. And I'm thinking, yeah. I said, no, they didn't. They've just, what they've come up with is a design and the packaging. Planting chips has been around for years. Yeah. And decades. Mm. And you wouldn't have known it if we weren't colonised. So you wouldn't have known about these particular fruits and, and, and vegetables or whatever else. So I just, yeah, like, okay, it's going a bit no, left. But, um, left. You're, yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, but it's been good. It's been good getting... People have been asking a lot of questions. Okay, mm. what did you go through? What What is it like that, you know, where do you come from? And they really, really want to know. It's not just they're taking it from news or TV mm. or media mm. outlets. They're actually coming to ask questions. Um, the bad, growing up, has it was difficult. I had racism from both sides of the coin, both sides, black and white. I have had it, like... Personally, it's been horrible. It's been horrible. Was that from from black people because they saw you being raised with a white family? Yeah, and with my with white, white mother. Family, yeah, sisters, I yeah. have. I I'm I'm blessed to have two mothers. I have my mother in law as well, so three months. But I am blessed to have two mothers. Um, my mom, my black mother, and my mom, my stepmom, my white mother. Yeah. And um, though it was up and down growing up and stuff like that, I God gave me two mothers from mm. two sides of the coin. Wow. Then yeah. I'm able to be in certain environments where not everybody can be in because of how I was raised. Mm. I'm able to speak to many different cultures as well mm. because of how I was raised and having an understanding from both sides. So though it was hard and really bad, like why are you holding that white woman's hand? Don't you know she's not your mother? Mm. Or, you know, black people, you know, they sweat more or they do this little things that would get said to me as a child um, and growing up with that. It, it was... It was tough. That I'd say that's the ugly, but the beauty out of it is that I have, I have a thick skin, as they would say, and an understanding of both sides. Yeah. Um, what about you, Afa? How's your your blackness doing uh, in the UK? Yeah, in the UK. I mean, of course, over the years you um, you mature. I think I'm in a good place with my blackness. You know, it's um, you know sometimes I like, for example, when we listen to Toby. I'll be in I'm like, oh man, we feel, I feel all kinds of black right now. Blacking out, Blacking out. You get darker. Yeah, you get darker. I mean, do you know what? I, I, mean, a, I, mean, I mean, a good place because one is, um, you know, I love my heritage, mm. where I've grown up. I appreciate all that. And at the same time, I love being in another culture. Uh, being around other people like a, almost like a chameleon being able to blend That's in and, word, yeah. and just and just embrace them uh, I mean some of my I mean when you're in a good place to be when you're happy to be you in any environment any situation, I yeah. think you're in a good healthy 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 place um, even when sometimes maybe some people say things out of ignorance or yeah. they just say things you just love them you just like look 
it's okay. And you can, <laughs> and because uh, especially now at a time where everyone's like, Ooh, everybody's not sure what to say. Yo, what you're to not do. like like you know like we don't like you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm like no, it's, it's actually okay. Uh, when it comes to work, for example. Uh, do you get the job because you're good or because you're black? <laughs> because now it's come to that, yeah, it's come to this, to that yeah. It's come to this place where it's like, okay, do you get special treatment because of the whole movement that's going on? Or da 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 da. I have been really. It's it's put a smile on my on my face to see like a lot of like people coming out doing businesses and see yeah. and seeing let's say black black women let's say in the tech industry mm. Mm, like nice. very, these, these are very well um, male dominated in, in, you know, industries, industries especially yeah. white male uh, industries uh, so it hasn't been easy for let's say black people Mm-mm. to kind of break into tech and apps and mm. all those kind of things mm. uh, it's always like agriculture or products or you know all those kind of things but in terms of tech mm. uh, it's been beautiful to see yeah. people get awards and people get mm. recognition because of their skill yeah you know I love that and uh, ultimately, I go back to what Janae was saying, you know, like, I am a man <laughs> who is black, <laughs> you know. Um, I always carry that in my mind, like, you know what, I'm a man. Speak to me like a man, but then appreciate my blackness, you know, because I'm still discovering things, you know. I still want to go back home, you know, to Learned Uganda to, and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, you know, experience that, that sun you know, and actually walk in that red soil and climb a tree, you know, take a mango off a tree and just chew it and <laughs> all those good things. I'm in a good place. Oh, good, good. Um, mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'm in a I'm in a good place as well, and I'm in a learning place. Mm. Um, I I was just going through life um, as a man, you know, just doing my things as a human, just doing my things and. You know, yeah, I know I'm black um, and I love my Ghanaian culture. You know, I love a lot of the the different things that I've been raised around. Um, but I think I've only started to become a lot more um, aware of um, of having that in a certain space. Um, right. And that's like moving up to Birmingham and going into teaching, um, you know, on my teacher training course out of 300 of us, I was the only black man. Um, and when I would start going into schools for placement or even eventually start working in different schools, um, many times I was the only black teacher, period, or maybe the only black man, or maybe there's two of us. Um, and I, I wasn't really aware of that being a thing until like even some white teachers were like, oh, it's so good to see you know, it's so good to see a black person here or it's so good to see a person of color here or it's so good. And I was like, oh, okay, hello, hello to you too. Um, and then I'd see the, what's interesting. Um, I think in London, um, where, where we were living, I didn't notice it as much because London is very multicultural and diverse. But the more you move out of London, um, there's still a lot of that diversity going on, but maybe in certain positions, mm. you notice more and more, oh, you all are white. And mm. like, in the schools... 50 60 70 percent of of, of the kids are yeah are like black or asian um backgrounds and all the teachers are white and um you know nothing on the white teachers who were just doing their job but i was like just asking oh how come i keep seeing there's few and few of people that look like me in these roles and um when i would see how some of the kids would interact with me differently or just feel like i understand an aspect of them that maybe other teachers maybe don't naturally understand um i started asking myself oh why am i continually in these spaces and why yeah. do certain conversations keep coming to me i don't ask for them 
people are, oh, um, <laughs> do you, you mind if I ask you this question? Or, that, you know, and it's usually something about culture that they feel awkward to ask, but they've never had an opportunity to, to, ask, yeah, to, to ask, ask someone. And um, I remember I was having a really good conversation with Janae early on in, in my teaching career that made me realize um, I was blind to certain areas that I needed to open my eyes to. And, and here's my thing, like Obama wasn't the first black president I saw. You know, when I lived in Ghana, all our presidents were, we're black. black. We've, actually, we've actually never had a white president. Um, <laughs> all, the pol- like, all the policemen were black. All the teachers were black. All the businessmen were black. You know, all the celebrities were black. All the people doing great things. So for me, I, I didn't grow up with um, any sense of inferiority that, oh, because I'm black, I can't do well. Like, I just knew, well, I'm human. I've got God on my side. I've got drive. Let's go. Um, but then coming here to the UK, I realized that actually that's not everyone's experience. And I'm now in positions where I can influence, you know, the younger generation that mm. some who haven't had those experiences, they've maybe all they've seen of black people are, oh, OK, you play football, you hold a mic. That's that's what I'm like. I've, I've not seen a, a businessman. I've not seen a black head teacher. I've not seen. A, so I'm like, wow. So I'm just being um, I'm in a more of a reflective and a conscious place of what my role is supposed to be in that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's where I would say mm-hmm. I, I'm at at the moment. Good place. Good place. Yeah. yeah. Good place to be. Um, is there a relationship between our blackness and our creativity? You know, the three of us are very you know, involved in the creative industry. Is there anywhere where it's intersecting? Um, well, blackness and creativity. It's a weird question. It yeah. is a weird question. Would you say I, between your culture and your creativity? Maybe, maybe, maybe you could say that. Your cultural upbringing and your creativity. Does it influence your creativity? I, I, I think it does. I think, um, I remember growing up, my dad would always say, you know, maybe try to, you know, maybe include like African dance in your, you know, in what the stuff you're doing. Because, you yeah. know, I come from a very dance background. And um, at the time I was like, nah not really cool (laughs) and then like years later afro beats explode and everyone's like i was like nah dad was right (laughs) now um but i I think i think in a way i think the 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 more you dig into your culture the more you kind of dig into certain things you kind of start to see okay how this can actually influence your creativity Mm. uh i remember watching a documentary called um the What's it called? Uh, I remember watching a documentary called The Conspiracy Against Black Boys. And it was just like this great, uh, this just just great debate about how if you want to defeat a, a black man, yeah. you got to get him when he's a boy. When he's a child. When he's mm. a child, you know. So mm. make sure he doesn't have any black role models. Make sure he take doesn't, you know, take them out, you know. Mm. <laughs> so make sure he's not, you know, make sure like, you know, the family's broken. Mm. You know, make sure like, you know, um, cause mommy, mom will do her best to raise him. So they'll be very close. So he'll have this, this thing will basically keep going and going. And then the more I kind of like say digging into these things, cause like yourself, I was like, I think I was a bit blind to some of these things. Mm. Um, I started being a bit more awakened. So, okay. The narrative, my narrative is very unique in that narrative. Mm. Like I've never had an, an infer- any inferiority or something complex, to think about yeah. my mm. complex about my culture things. But mm. not everyone has had the same narrative. Mm. Mm. Then I started thinking, okay, do you know what? I, n- I need to live an example. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I need to, at one point, go into schools and let them see a black creative mm. um, who is doing it and who still respects all other mm. cultures. Mm. Yeah. You know, who's, I'm not pro-black, like mm. everything black, 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 black. 
you know, and and I'm also not like I'm all, I'm not I'm not denying that I'm af, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You can I, never deny your I aff. can't. There's, some, you, there's some, some things happen. I just walk. I just wake up. I just go outside. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, you know, and, and they come and it comes out. You know, I don't want to deny that. So I realize there's a responsibility mm. in, in when I'm creating, mm. when I'm, uh, you know, when I'm making things to also be aware of that narrative, mm. you know, uh, especially um, when it comes to men. Yeah. You know, just seeing that how much hurt has happened in our culture right. with mm. with black men you know i kind of mm. feel like i want to be that man who uh not necessarily i don't need to go to a pulpit you know, <laughs> to preach it but i want to live it i want to mm. see i want to i want other yeah other young men yeah. black yeah. men to see it and be like do you know what Definitely. i don't necessarily have to be a football player or be sports mm. i can actually be I, I, I can do that yeah i can learn adobe I can learn yeah. Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can learn coding. You know, yeah, yeah. I can. There's other options. There, there are other yeah, options. There's nothing wrong with football or whatever. But it's like when that's all you can. Oh yeah, you guys are good at that, and that's it. Yeah. Like, I want to be a scientist. I want to yeah. do this. <laughs> and just and just kind of be like, yeah, and just kind of be free with it, and then yeah. you know, infuse your culture in it. Yeah. You know, um, so that's that's me really. Spars. That's what I'd say. Yeah. 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 Like it's. I think the, my culture flows out in many things that I do without even me thinking. So mm. as I'm thinking now, I'm finding it difficult to say, oh, yeah, that's where my blackness and creativity intersect. But um, one, one prominent example is, you know, as, as a spoken word hip hop artist, um, I look at um, a large aspect of my culture um, is storytelling. Mm. You know, um, I think in some parts of Africa, they call them the griots. Um, um, but they would gather the community together and, like, you know, fuse poetry with storytelling and all these things. Living in Ghana, I grew up watching um, those two Ghanaian programs. Um, any Ghanaian watching this would, would, like, know exactly what I'm talking about. There was one called By the Fireside um, with Mami Doknu. And um, this woman would have the kids around the fireside and tell them a story. And then as she's telling it, then it's acted out. Um, right. And then you had one called um, Cheche, Cheche Kule um, with a guy called Uncle George, who, again, he had that storytelling element. So I think without me even overly trying or thinking about it, some of these elements um, have fused into, mm. into what I do and my kind of like expression when it comes to the arts. Mm. Um, and yeah, just, I guess the food and the, the like come on like come on. you know what i mean like you you go to you go to an african party or a wedding or you know a funeral after you get the crying out the way and you know you gotta have your your <laughs> so super true. malt you gotta have your your plantain or plantain you know for, plantain for the caribbeans um and yeah just the, the color the flavor the vibrancy all of Ooh. these things it's it's just in my dna it's just in my dna yeah yeah, I'd say the same thing, really. Um, within my music, um, singing and stuff, you, or when I'm explaining my music, or if I'm just having a laugh or a joke or encouraging somebody, it comes out. Like, obviously, I've now learned more about myself and my culture. Yeah. So it's like, and I went to live with my mum when I was 16. Um, yeah. And I just got infused with things that I felt like I missed um, and still blagging it bits and pieces because obviously now you're in London. But um, infusing the patois 
um, with like people say, oh my gosh, how can you just switch from a London accent, a Wolverhampton accent to Patois, Patois to, 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 you know, you can, and I'm good with accents anyway. I yeah. can do impressions and stuff. Have you heard an African accent? Uh, I will not do it. That's embarrassing. It's really bad. It's but really... it's better than my Patois. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, better exactly. than your Patois. There but you go. I can do different accents and stuff, especially performing arts and the, the you know, mm. background and stuff like that. But yeah, like creativity is just all up in there. Like yeah. we, we are creative people. We are mm. so creative. And whether it be numbers, dancing, music, you know, um, building things, um, it doesn't matter what it is. There's a lot of things that we are very creative with. And I, I feel like they go hand in hand mm. because it's just who I am. Mm. Even, even can I add to what you're saying going mm. back to the music like I mean and I'm not just saying this because I'm married to you oh, but okay. like <laughs> um, your music when you sing I feel like and even I remember the very first time I saw you you were on stage and you sang and I got goosebumps hey. you know? and this wow. not some Hollywood but like it actually happened yeah, it um, but the fact that um, gospel music is a big part of your your upbringing and if we dig a little yeah. deeper you know, gospel music, you look at the roots of it and, you know, it's a lot of that expression was born out of pain, you mm. know, um, and like it's, 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 it's probably, you probably won't be able to articulate very, you know, it's just, yeah, exactly, you know, how it all fits together, but it's there yeah, when I you're think, singing. Yeah, when yeah. I, yeah, it's so, everything, it cannot, I feel like you're just suppressing yourself. Yeah. And actually doing a disservice to yourself when you don't use the, even if you've overcome the things that you've overcome, like actually putting that and injecting that into your writing, your music, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your work. Like, like I said, I'm able to be in certain circles that not everybody can be in because, you know, there's things that I've experienced that not everybody has. And I can walk into a room and somebody will say, oh, you know, oh, we shouldn't be in here. But I mm. would be like, yeah, let's be in here. Let's talk about it. You know, you change an accent when you're in a certain room, it all changes. Mm. Like, you could be in a room with many, like, even in the Midlands, like, you could be in a room with, a, you know, as a black person going into a room full of white people or um, just different, or Asian or whatnot. Because of where I was raised and the area I was raised in, I can sit, handle myself in there. Other people say, oh, no, this is not our room. And I go, are you all right, everybody? How are you doing? You just change the accent. How are you doing? They go, oh, well, we're all right, love. Everything's all right. All right and they're love. like, oh, gosh, she's really from here, right, she? And it changes. And there's all sing song wow. and everybody's like, and they're like, oh, and then you realise that you're, oh, it's all right. You know, everybody's safe. <laughs> you, know? you just change your accent. And I find myself, do, you know, I do that a lot. Hmm. And you just kind of like find comfort. And people then find themselves oh they can relax because you do i feel it mm. you can feel when something's not right but yeah that's mm. uh, using creativity and culture and certain parts of things and having a laugh mm. can help i think and that's mm. what i found anyway yeah so wow we've um covered quite a lot um, about our blackness um yeah well that's... a lot but we've done what we could in this short space yeah, of time, like there's you only can, so much this, you, can you can say. You can go a lot deeper in this. But yeah, before we, um, before we round up, um, you know, we have the For Your Health section where we try and, um, you know, kind of leave a final thought or a suggestion for people to, you know, um, grow a bit more in this area. I'm going to throw out, do you know what? Like, have conversations with people mm. and listen to people. Like, there is not 
one way to be black. Black people are not a monolith, you know. Um, there was a test I saw on here, how black are you? And I thought, oh, let me do that for a laugh. Wow. But then I started getting very offended with the questions. And it was like, what is black people's favorite food? You know, and all these kind of things. Ch fried chicken. And I was like, come on now. Like, so I would advise that, hey, whether you're black or white, like, talk with other black people and hear their stories, hear their experiences. I'd say that with every culture on this planet. Get to know, yeah. get to experience, go and travel, go where it's safe, go and ask questions. <laughs> Have conversations. Go and talk to your neighbours, speak to the people that are in your locality, talk to your Uber driver. You know, they're not just... They didn't just, they weren't born in a cab. <laughs> they, they were born in different cultures, different countries, and take interest. There's yeah. many things I think no, we've said right. on here that most, some people won't agree with, and that's okay, because it's opinions that we have, and we're sharing our experiences, and we can only share an experience that we've been through and that. But yeah, we definitely encourage you to go and um, get educated, you know, and know your own culture. Get to know who you are too. That's so, so important. But yeah, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode of What Do We Call? We don't know, we what, don't to know what to this call podcast. this podcast. See, I, and even then we have no idea. And now hey. the song started and um, I'm trying to figure out what we're meant to do now. Oh, we're meant to sing. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Now, okay. should I sing, should I sing or it. do you want to do the rap? The rap? No, right. do you want to do a rap? Let me do a rap. Okay, okay, yeah. good. Go I've got Over a feeling in my bones first. He's got a feeling in his bones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a feeling in my bones. <laughs> I have ten toes. You don't need to be that close to the mic. It's peaking. Don't you know it's right? On a focus ride. Yeah. Listen. My name is Quissy, and I'm from Ghana. I lived there for seven years. My name is Nana. That's my first name. Is the prince? Is the earth? Uh, okay. <laughs> you just ruined this whole thing. You just ruined the whole thing. So let's just. Should we just sing properly? Okay. Okay. Cool. So everybody, thank you, <laughs> Faith, Culture and Creativity. We don't you... know what to call this podcast. It's good. Sit back, relax. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, you've been listening to We Don't Know What To Call This Podcast. You've been listening to we don't know what to call this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the message. Hope you've enjoyed the experiences. Hope you've enjoyed the talking. And hope you've enjoyed the laughing. We don't know what to call this podcast. We don't know what to call this podcast. Try to try to find a name but it all just ends up being the same we don't know what to call this podcast next stay time black. stay black <laughs> what is woke what is black stay black no stay stay whatever color you are yeah just be you just just be yourself, eh? Hey, don't be, like a be yourself. Don't eh? be black. Don't do blackface. <laughs> <laughs> just be yourself. There's no permission for you to go be black if you're not black. Please, please. <laughs>